Welcome to the Fantasy Football Picks and Bets show on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Scott Simpson. As always, we are presented by Prize Picks. Sign up for Prize Picks using the link in the description below, code MMN, and your deposit gets doubled up to $100. We say it every week, it's basically free money. I did it last week. I turned some of that free money into real money. I was in a state where you could legally actually play. I loved it. It was incredible. Uh, also make sure while you're here, you subscribe to the Mayo Media Network on YouTube. Smash that like and subscribe the whole time that we're here. Please uh, set alerts as well so that you can get us every single week here. Uh, I don't know if it's Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, whenever you get it, uh, make sure that you watch the full episode every week. I've got my friend, uh, fellow thief, uh, one of the, the real deal fantasy on Twitter, one of the experts. Uh, he's got a bomb shirt, by the way. We've been talking about that off air. I want to get myself one of those. Uh, welcome, LQ. How are you doing, sir? What's going on, Scott? Thank you for the compliment on the shirt. They are on sale now. If you hit up the website, realdealfantasyhq.com. Mm, I love it. I'm going to get myself one just so we can, like, you know, rock them together and I can look as good as you do. I'm I'm, I'm subpar. I got to say, it's okay. You know, I got my work cut out for me. But you know what? Last week, we did well. Prize picks went well. Uh, we, yeah. we only had one hiccup, and that was Christian McCaffrey's injury. I think everybody across the industry kind of, uh, you know, had to, to endure that one. Uh, I know we yeah. have kind of him uh, everywhere on lots of rosters. Who wouldn't? He's, the, you know, one of the best fantasy football players out there. Um, and when he made that jump, man, whoo, that did not look good. That that oh, just, uh, oh, man, that scared me. That was one of those, I'm jumping so I don't further hurt myself because if I just do another regular run on this leg, I'm in big yeah. trouble. So that this, that scared me a bit. But we cashed besides that Sam Darnold uh, over. We took that under for Davis Mills. We were all over that. Brandon Cooks, we said to go for it. Uh, and then also, of course, DJ Moore. So you're, you're winning if you're here with LQ, uh, particularly he's cashing in. Uh, you know, only content, fire only content. How, what was it? Fire content only. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's it's burning up here for prize picks. So you ready to jump into a, a barn burner of a Thursday Jacksonville Bengals matchup? Yes, there's a lot of money to be made on this Thursday night game. And please tune in and listen closely because we are making that money. Mm, every single week. And I think some of these games, like you said, you were so excited when we kind of talked about this game. On the surface, it doesn't look sexy. It just looks like uh, the Bengals, uh, the Jags. There is money to be had. These are the best games to kind of pick that money up. So let's jump in and let's talk some of these. Uh, these are over, over, under kind of props here that we're looking at. These parlay plays over on prize picks. Make sure you sign up using promo code MMN when you do. Uh, so uh, we're going to start with the rushing props here. Uh, we're going to talk about the quarterbacks, the running backs. We've got four props on the board. Trevor Lawrence, 14.5. Uh, what do you think about this? Cincinnati, they were against the immobile. Uh, we saw, um, hopefully we saw, most of you have seen that clip now of Ben Roethlisberger running, just untouched and just collapsing on the ground as he tries to just... He had a stroke or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was like a... That's like a camera, a camera tripod when you set it up and one of the legs isn't hooked up right and just goes right down. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was terrible. So, um, but he's not scrambling for anything. So I don't know if we can kind of gauge whether or not uh, they've been able to, to to rein anybody in that has wheels. What do you think about that 14.5 rushing total under over? How are you approaching it? I can take the over on this one. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is uh, 
his turnovers are looking crazy. He had four last week, so I think he's looking to get more done on the ground this game. It's a short turnaround week. I definitely think that, you know, the 14.5 is achievable for him. I mean, we saw him put up 20 rushing yards before, so it's not like it's foreign out of this number. So I think it's achievable, and I think he'll try to be more conservative now with the interceptions and decision-making because he has wheels, so why not use them? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Take what you have in front of you. I think part of this, you know, kind of watching him play, he's always been able to do those big plays. Uh, you know, that that was a staple of him in college. In the NFL, you just can't do that. You have to set that up through the run, yeah. through the play action, through the the way that you have uh, kind of approached the game itself, not just, hey, it's it's second and 10, let's bomb it for the hills. It's, it's a different game here. And so he's finding that out. Uh, and unfortunately, he's like, you know, I think they they said on the Sunday broadcast on the red zone or one of the different, you know, situations they were talking. I was all over the place watching NFL uh, that uh, there's only a couple other quarterbacks who've turned the ball over it, with interceptions that many times to start a career. I think Troy Aikman was there. Uh, and then, you know, some guy named Peyton Manning, you know, so don't, don't don't give up completely on Trevor Lawrence. I think a lot of this is on Urban Meyer. But then, like you said, Trevor Lawrence needs to take what's right there. And those are yeah. some, some yards in front of him. Right. No, I, I like that. What about Joe Burrow, who even if he could take what's right there, I did see him do a quarterback draw that looked unplanned. And as yeah. somebody who hasn't been a guillotine league, I was scared to death that I was going to get cut. If he was out for the game, I mean, I'm, I'm over that week. So, but he, he, he yeah. did rush for some yards last week. Is this kind of low hanging fruit or is this kind of a, a trap here in this, this matchup? It's definitely yeah. a trap. If you look at, first two games he wasn't rushing that much he only had like seven yards only five yards exactly actually so i'm looking at it this is a trap it, it looks so low it looks so attractive to do but you got to understand he's returning from injury he's very conservative right now compared to how he started the season off before where week one he was running all over the place last season so it's like he's more conservative now he's thinking with his mind of being you know safe in the pocket and he's actually airing the ball out to jamar chase so there's really no need for him to try to run around when you have those weapons and also again they're having a very balanced like offense right now with them running the ball 20 plus times with Joe Mixon, which is great. I love my Joe Mixon shares. It's Joe Mixon season and Joe Burrow not really having to do too much. So I definitely think this is a trap. If you take the over, you're, you're basically looking at disaster because this could be the one on your ticket that could just mess everything up. Mm, no, I, I like that call too. And I think the last time in the game where he ran for seven, uh, it, it looked kind of crazy. And it also looked like he, he was close to the goal line and it's yeah. a divisional game and it's Pittsburgh. And it's kind of one of those things like maybe when you go all out too, too much at first, you're like, hey, I didn't have to do that. I got Joe Mixon. Yeah. I've got Joe exactly. Mixon. I've got well, weapons. I don't need to, to. Yes, relax. Exactly. I think in this game, it's not a game where you 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 sacrifice yourself for the good of the team against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you on that. Uh, James Robinson, 52 and a half. And then Joe Mixon, much higher, 83 and a half. Yeah. How are you approaching this? The Jags finally got uh, kind of their running game back on track last week, which is kind of why they were in the game for a little bit, minus that yeah. Agnew incredible return, which you know we all saw and heard Gus yeah. Johnson call, which was you know remarkable. Um, what do you think about James Robinson? Are we fading him? Are we, is it too early to tell if he's going to be consistent? I'm fading him because I don't know if this is consistent. I don't know if we're going to be able to see this on a, like a, I don't want to say a weekly basis, but every so often in the season based on urban Meyer, just giving me chip Kelly vibes. Like he's doing too much. Like You just need to stick with your guy. Like you have a undrafted free agent guy breaking records. And then you go out there and you take ETN and then you go out there and sign Carlos Hyde. It's a little disrespectful. You know what I mean? Like he's a little underappreciated. I was happy for him to have a breakout, but I don't know if this is week to week. So I'm fading this bet completely. Cause you, could take the under because we've seen his floor or you could mm-hmm. take the over because it's all ceiling last week but 
that to me just has disaster written all over. So I'm fading him 100%. Yeah, I'm going to look later and see if there's any uh, maybe reception props. You know, you saw what Najee Harris did uh, last week. He, he was the one kind of lone bright spot in the receiving game. Uh, yeah, 19 uh, targets. Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. Yeah, ridiculous. So, I mean, that might be a kind of a backdoor way to get some value off of a Robinson. Uh, Joe Mixon, on the other hand, 83 and a hook. Uh, this is a team that can give up rushing yards. I mean, you know, the the uh, last game, they didn't necessarily get, get bludgeoned on the ground. There was a, a little bit of a uh, kind of a come from behind vibe that Arizona was, was uh, you know, yeah. yeah, unfortunately getting themselves out of a hole. They had kind of dug with some uh, bravado. By the way, Matt Prater had the record of 65 yards. He went for 60. Eight, right, which was kind of just super ballsy. That's three more yeah. yards than you want, bro. That's crazy, right? Like 66, <laughs> okay, 66. You tempted the field goal gods. Look what happened. And then that same day, your record gets felled. Gets felled. Yeah, you deserve that, Prater. You deserve that 100%. That's on you. You caused that to happen. I'm glad that Justin Tucker did that, by the way. Uh, no offense to Matt Prater. No, I don't know him from anybody, but he, he went too close to the sun and he got burned and yeah, then he got, he got burned, burned twice. So Bad day for Matt Prater. Yeah, glad he's not here on prize picks. He would have just been crushed. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I, I like Joe Mixon. Uh, is his 83 too high, though? Or is that something that he can kind of achieve and you think it's you've got confidence in it? Or is it one of those picks that you're kind of edging but not, you know, hedging all your money on this week? Um, honestly, I'm full sending it. I think uh, 83 is like the middle between his floor and his ceiling. And last season when he faced Jacksonville, Put up 151 yards. That is nothing to be slept on. So I'm full sending this. I think they stick to the game plan and they saw what worked last season. And hey, I mean, you got Joe Mixon. He's healthy. Feed him the rock. 151 last season. Full send it this year. Yeah, I, I like that too. And, and with T Higgins kind of banged up, not being in the in the lineup last week, and and yep. you know, kind of still a short week. I think if he can be there again, what I've learned is the backup isn't always the best play. Uh, sometimes the best play is increased value of the other players in the offense. They're not necessarily going to go to your backup. They're going to go, oh, let's give it to Joe Mixon five more times instead of T yep. Higgins those five times. So uh, it's not, it's not, you know, verbatim and exact, but uh, that's something I've noticed over the years when people are scrambling to get a backup or something like Chuba Hubbard, look at Tommy yeah. Tremble, look at somebody else who might be getting some value. So anyway, I digress. Um, passing yards, right? Game script, we're not sure what's going to happen, uh, but the, the passing yards are, and they're, they're reasonable. They're not they're not too jacked up. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 256 and a hook. Joe Burrow, a little bit under, 249 and a hook. Uh, is there one that you're favoring over the other that you think is a better play? Uh, I'm treating both the same, so I'm taking the under on both of them. It's a gambling game, you know, taking a split, but I think you can hit on both of them being in the under. Neither one of them are passing the ball, you know, well. I mean, Joe Burrow, I think he only had mm -hmm. over 20 attempts, probably once, if not only 20 attempts in the first three weeks. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, completion. So I'm thinking that um, 249 yards is a bit much for him. I mean, I could see him at 230. He can get close and you'd be like, uh. So I'm, I'm taking it under for both. I think you could hit on both. Trevor Lawrence with the interceptions going on. We already talked about that. Short turnaround week as well. Not much of his mental is going to change in a couple of days. You know, I think his decision making is kind of what we're seeing right now. But again, we kind of blame Urban Meyer for that as well. Yeah, I, I, there, there is a bit of a chicken in the egg. And, and uh, Urban Meyer, you know, he kind of stinks on both ends so anyway uh no no offense urban i'm with you on that i'm fading both of those plays as well and i mean this is 
is what you, you actually have to think about in this. It, 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 the, the Bengals going to be crushing them so much that Trevor Lawrence has to sling it down the field in the last fourth quarter, a la Jared Goff in, the, in week one, and, and get you those 300 yards. I don't think that they're going to build that type of lead that calls no. for uh, a manic comeback where the, the cover four is on the field or your, your, your eight nickels are there and no one cares. Yeah. And, uh, prevent you. I don't think it's going to be there. So I, I'm with you on that uh, as well. Oh, and, and tying those in, you talked about, you know, the receptions, the completions are really close. Yeah. 21.5 for Lawrence, 22 for Burrow. It sounds like you're fading kind of both of these are jacked up a little bit for you. Is, is that where you're leaning? Yeah, that's where I'm leaning. It, it's a little jacked up. Uh, you could take the under, but I would just fade the whole, the whole bet there. Yeah. Honestly, it, it, it's a Thursday night game. You know, things get weird. I can I compare them to like the London games. Like it's just weird. Craziest things happen. I mean, you watch the Rams and Kansas City put up almost like 150 points, you know, on a Thursday night and weirder things have happened. So I'm just going to fade that. Yeah. And I think what you're seeing with both is I think if Joe Burrow had T Higgins and I think if Trevor Lawrence was playing well, then you could say, okay, this is worth yeah. a, a risk, a gamble here. I think that you, you you see a script, for me at least, is you put the ball on the ground more and you slow this game yeah. down or speed it up, whichever you're thinking. You know speed the game up by slowing it down, if it makes sense. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I like it. We're, we're juxtaposing realities here. Uh, speaking of receiving yards, so if we're not thinking people are, are shooting the moon, some of these numbers are still pretty low, though, which is interesting. If you add them all yeah. up, they're not getting to – 265 or whatever it is. So uh, I think there's some value here. Is there any numbers that stood out to you, whether it be running back? Uh, we talked about, you know, James Robinson or uh, Joe Mixon, either one. I mean, they're both really relatively low price for, for or, you know, receiving yards. The amount yeah, that you get. I mean, yeah, definitely Joe Mixon's very low. Um, with T Higgins out, possibly out, I should say this 16.5 might be a smash. This might be the hottest one there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, uh, I think actually looking at, Jamar Chase, I think that could be doable as well, too. We've seen him ball out down the field. I could see a couple long shots, and we could see, uh, you know, Jamar Chase being the only guy that can really, like, eat downfield. So 65.5 might be achievable as well. So I might take the over on that. Yeah, no, I think those are nice plays. I mean, you add both those up, those are only like, you know, I don't know, 80-some point or 80-some receiving yards. So you were still projecting a lot more receiving yards. I don't think Tyler Boyd's going to get you 150 or anything. So, you know, his total's in play there at 56 and and a quarter as well or a half as well. Um, On the other side, uh, you know, LaVisca Chenault kind of not shown up at all. Uh, You know, kind of a big – with I think I projected him uh, for a lot more volume for sure. Uh, we've seen Marvin Jones kind of get that. Uh, DJ Shark that they're priced down or their 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 totals are down at forty one and forty six and a half. Either one of those guys tempting you, or you just kind of only going reliable with Marvin Jones, kind of seeing him as the the kind of clear wide receiver one in target so far. What's your play here? Uh, I think Chanel's due for uh, a bounce back. Uh, we're seeing a lot of players come to life now. I mean, we're finally seeing take one part Barkley find the end zone. We're we're finally seeing, you know, young guys stepping up. We're still waiting for guys that we projected to have this crazy volume, to have a crazy breakout. And LaVisca was definitely one of them. So being into Thursday night, short turnaround, uh, again, we've seen crazier things happen on Thursday, Thursday night, but he's definitely due for a bounce back. I think he could have himself a nice game and have over 41 uh, receiving yards. Yeah, no, I like that play. And I would also maybe throw James Robinson in there as well if you think they're losing or if they're just getting that, uh, you know, kind of the the focus of the offense uh, moving away from the turnovers. Running back's a little bit more safer percentage-wise to get those kind of complete 
projection numbers up yeah. and kind of be reliable. So I, I like that as well. Uh, I, I'm going to kind of stay away from the shark number. I might fade that myself. Uh, look good in the end zone. Look good in the red zone. I like that, you know, but uh, he's not the the kind of yardage machine in that mm. offense. So uh, yeah. rotating right into receptions from that, uh, we've got kind of some low-hanging fruit here too. Joe Mixon, two, yeah. just two, two receptions. Like, this is like smash. Take this right now. <laughs> this is like the biggest, like the it's definitely hanging fruit because like I feel as though they're looking at the the receiving yards, 16.5, and then two receptions. All right, yeah, let's match that up. Let's match up free money here, people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, Joe Mixon, either one of those is gonna be, I think, unless there's an injury or something kind of wild happens, or it might be a first half first half cash, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're you're cashing in the first half. So first, uh, first like five that. plays on the first drive. <laughs> right. First drive cash makes you feel good on that one. Yeah. Uh, I also I also like the Jamar Chase four and a half total. That seemed yeah. like really doable. Uh particularly, you know, him being uh, you know, having that connection already uh and you can you see it burrow is looking to hit for him and and i love that that eerie connected uh video they showed of him throwing that touchdown uh in lsu oh, yeah. and then yeah, i mean it's ridiculous man. yeah i loved it it was <laughs> it, it is what it is you know and they i think they've got a touchdown in three straight games start the season yeah so uh you know he's looking for him you know he's his number one receiver there already and uh i think that's a smash for me if you you know try to pick up some jamar chase fruit uh on, on the other end too there's another mix in play that might be even better than all the other plays it's and maybe not because touchdowns are hard to come by but i love it rushing touchdowns it's just a hook it's just a half so you're betting yeah. him to get it or not i'm betting i'm betting he gets it in this game i think it. he definitely gets a rushing touchdown yeah he gets it so you know i don't think you can play all three of those plays but pick one of those that you think is the best and make I'm that playing all three <laughs> i'm gonna smash it full send it we're gonna catch oh, i love that in this season uh, I love it. Let's go down to like the big board now. Fancy points, our last section here. If you yeah. have not liked and subscribed this on on uh, YouTube, please send it out. Uh, I keep looking every week. I wanted to get to a thousand. I think last week we we're around like seven hundred and fifty views. That's awesome. Let's get to a thousand. Let's get a bunch of likes in here. Uh, not not because I asked, but because the content is fire and you're winning money. That's what we're here to do. So uh, let's look at some of these these point totals. Joe Mixon eighteen. Uh, you know James Robinson thirteen and a half. What 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 screams this is a value to you on this board? We have some low hanging fruit too, by the way. Uh, you know CJ Uzuma five and a, and a half. I yeah. mean that's, that's just the lowest. <laughs> I mean what 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 are you leaning here? Uh, I'm gonna go back to Lavisca for the twelve points. I mean he's due for a bounce back. I think he can easily hit this 12 points, if not finish with 12 points plus, you know, the hook. So I think uh, having the 12 points even on this one, this is uh, something I could see myself throwing a shot at. Yeah, I like that little too. Uh, having that lack of a hook gives yeah, you the a lack hook. of a hook. Yeah, exactly. it gives you a hook. Yeah, it gives you a little bit of an edge there too. No, I like that. And uh, that Jamar Chase, 14.5. He's been well over that in the 20s. Uh, in low, low, yeah. you know, I, I think that's, that's very doable as well. And I'm not going to get in the Uzama game. I, you know, uh, I'm... <laughs> The Uzama game, the Yakuza, whatever it is, I'm yeah. out. You know, I'm out. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> right. And uh, and we're out of uh, of prize picks here. But that was really fun, LQ. Thank you. Uh, if you're rolling with us, whether it's with you know stepmom Lauren, myself, LQ, whoever you're with here, Pat himself, uh, you know Pete Overzet. If you're talking prize picks, we're getting the money for you this year, so you can kind of build that bankroll up, and then you can just kind of cash and splash. That's what we say. Uh, or I say, I don't know. But yeah, you got cash. And splash. <laughs> I like it. So yeah. All right. So please, MMN. It's our promo code. It's in the description below. If not. Just go to price fix, put it in deposit match bonus up to a hundred bucks, which, you know, that's really big. I, I love having that in my account. Uh, gives me more money to play with. So, all right, let's talk a little start sit. We got a little online uh, action going today. 
Uh, thanks for the, the, the retweet there, Pat. Uh, let's talk some starting quarterbacks all the way down uh, to, uh, we're not going to talk defenses, but, you know, whatever. Uh, tight end, uh, who are you going to play this week? So uh, yeah. this is the hot topic. Uh, I talked to my fancy millionaire partner, Mike Cash Collins. Uh, we do a show every Monday. Kirk Cousins versus Aaron Rodgers. They were debating it. Matthew Berry, you know, Field Yates, they were talking about whether you would trade Aaron Rodgers on namesake alone to get value now and then roll with Kirk Cousins. Well, what do you think about this? Uh, Bowman Big Time hates Kirk Cousins, doesn't even acknowledge he is existing, <laughs> probably thinks his name is Kurt Cousins. Uh, I love him. I love what he's doing. Eight uh, touchdowns, no interceptions. Exactly. Would you start Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers right now? Uh, I, I would definitely do the trade. I'm telling you right now, I love big names that I can trade. Like I love a, a Aaron Rodgers. I love a Oda Beckham. I love all these guys that I could just sell and just like, hey, give me the big return. Give me the guys I can get the value on. So I'm definitely going to rock with that, being that Kirk Cousins is now QB5 at the current moment. And I'm telling you, man, the zero interceptions, that's the best he's started his entire career. Like he's never started with a clean slate like this with eight touchdowns. So I'm definitely taking Kirk Cousins for the rest of the season, being that he's more gelled. He's airing the ball out. We're seeing a more confident Kirk Cousins. If you go back and look at the games, he's very more confident with Justin Jefferson. Because I know we all seen the video last season, like, come on, throw the damn ball, Kirk, like spazzing on him in the end zone. So it's like we're getting a Kirk Cousins that's more confident. He's in game mode. He's grinding right now. And I absolutely love how he's playing right now. So, yeah, I might actually think about starting Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Yeah, and this week, you know, he's got a little bit tougher matchup. He's going up against Miles Garrett, not nine sacks last week as a team against Justin. Oh, that was Matt Nagy. I know that is Matt Nagy. <laughs> By the way, hey, I loved it. I saw that Dan Orlovsky shout out. You know, big Dan running out of the end zone. Just, just called for Matt Nagy to be fired this yeah. day. Today. Hey, three years late to the party, bro. I love it. Great, great for jumping on the bandwagon. Has been circling. Hey, we see, we seen Stephen A. Smith do the same thing I for Jeff Fisher. And it worked. And it worked. <laughs> right. Listen, if, if, if Dan Orlovsky helps this happen, I'm for it. But then if he thinks he, he like, was at the tip of the spear, he's, like, just the last guy at the end shoving it in. You know, like, yeah. it's just it's, – it's remarkable how Matt Nagy can ruin, literally ruin three yeah. good fantasy football assets in, in David Montgomery, Allen Robinson, and then Justin Fields. It is remarkable. So, um, crazy. yeah, crazy. Okay. Uh, speaking of remarkable – uh, right now, Naeem Hines uh, outscoring JT. Yeah, just yeah. flat out. Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> which, which one do you want to have for the rest of the season? Not who's better. We know JT is a better football player, John Helmsdam. Yeah. Uh, we understand that. We're not talking about specifics on football, but we're talking about fantasy football playing, right? And where you see the offense, Carson Wentz has no good feet or ankles or legs, right? Uh mm-hmm. JT has not been as effective. How are you looking at this backfield now? Is it a, is it a 50-50 kind of value? One goes up each week you don't know, or you plug and play both of them? Um, This one's a little hard. I only say that because JT, I know for a fact, as soon as December rolls around, playoff time, you're, you're on a break of making or not. I think JT will come through. And this gives me like Derrick Henry vibes like two, three years ago when we all were like, oh, man, what's going on? The first half, he starts off slow. But as soon as playoffs come around, you're riding your way all the way there to the championship. So I see this happening with JT. But right now, you kind of got to eat the shit sandwich. Like, it is what it is. You paid right. that first round investment for him. You knew what you were doing. So therefore, hopefully you had a strategy and plan. 
after making that investment in the first round, knowing that Naeem Hines there, knowing Frank Wright was already like making us pull our hair out of with this freaking running back rotation. Like I'm surprised we haven't seen Jordan Wilkins come in yet. And don't, fingers crossed. Don't, fingers crossed. Don't, don't, you're going to jinx us, Laquan. I know it. <laughs> I'm just saying we had all this information. This was public information going into the draft. So we already knew this was going to happen. So it's kind of like you, you got to deal with it. But Naeem Hines for me, I have plenty shares of him. The value on him was ridiculous. He's in my flex position till now until 2024 when his contract ends. Put it like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and, and JT might be one of those uh, kind of trade bait guys that you go after yeah. who, in your league who somebody is kind of hurting because their first round pick. Eight, right before the deadline of trade in some leagues, they have trade deadlines. Go ahead and go get him because yeah, he's going to turn up. I, I like that. All right, we had, we had a listener ask Miles Sanders uh, or uh, Cordero Patterson, who my wife calls Cordelli Patterson. Cordelli, I, I, I was about to say that. That's his name. Yeah, that's his name. But anyway, my wife calls him that, so we're gonna go with that. Cordero Patterson, Miles Sanders, kind of rest of the year vibes, and also this week, how would you approach it? it Cordero Patterson? By by the way, leads the the race. Uh, sorry, the the Atlanta Falcons in fancy yeah. points. He's got he's the leader of the whole team. It's nuts. It's nuts. He's a cheat code. So I'm going to rock with Cordelli for the rest of the season, <laughs> being that he's a running back, wide receiver. He's possibly the next kicker, punter, quarterback. I I, 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 I got to go with the cheat code for this. Yeah, he's the Taysom Hill of 2021. You know what I mean? Taysom so. Hill started a whole new fantasy like bracket, like a new position. Just put it the Hill position. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I, I like that. Uh, and no offense to Miles Sanders. Uh, Jalen Hurts up, down, all around. We're going to find out if he's going to be, you know, what we think he is. He's still fancy viable, of course, but, man, yeah. you can just see he, he could be one of the top five players or he could not be. And so far, exactly. times he could not be. It's, it's more prevalent. It's crazy. They didn't even run the ball that much. I think they ran the ball like – I think it was a crazy stat where they ran the ball 12 times, seven times was from Hurts, and Miles Sanders only ran the ball twice for mm-hmm. 27 yards. Like – what the hell is going on? <laughs> it shows you that coaches have the presumption that they will be winning when they install their game plan. And then when they are not winning, they, they don't, don't, they don't know what doing. to do. They're panicking. Yeah, so yeah, they don't know right. two runs for 27 yards. Right. Hmm. I'm going to cap it out for four quarters straight that he doesn't do touch that. the ball again. Let's not do that again. That was too successful. Right. Yeah. So I, I, it's disappointing. Here, here's what you're talking about: ineptitudes of two offenses. One not getting Sanders the ball enough. The other one doesn't know what they're doing in the Falcons, and they're like, "You, you, you, you want the ball? You want it? Okay, here, take it." Signed you off the, of, you know, Chicago's, yeah. you know, bench. Come on, come on over. Be our leading fantasy producer here in Atlanta. So whatever. Nice. That's weird. All right, talking about nuts. Listen to this. You're gonna love this. I don't know if anyone else in fantasy football is is hitting this number right now. This is nimble W numbers here, folks. That's my my calling card. Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley have exactly the same amount of fantasy points to the exact. They've got 42.4 fantasy points. So I want to know Emmanuel Sanders or Cole Beasley. Who do you want? Which one is 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 the long term guy that you want to have on your fantasy roster? Uh, you know, vaccinated or not, who are you going for? I'm going with Cole Beasley. I'm not really too sold on the Sanders uh, hype train that's building because he found the end zone twice last week. Because if you look at his targets versus catches, he has one game where he has two catches and six targets. Like 
that's like disgusting. So it's not like, you know, Josh Allen is like completely overthrowing him or he's inaccurate because we know Josh Allen will get you the ball if he can get you the ball. So I think it's more so in Sanders. Not Like he's a 34-year-old, you know, basically wide receiver. I'm not saying he's washed because he obviously showed up last week, but long-term for the rest of the season, I think I'm going to go with the safe floor here, and that's Cole Beasley. Like we know what we're getting with him. He's a, a slot king. So I think the volume is there for, for, for Beasley as well because he can have – six targets and five catches. That's something that we've seen mostly happen with Cole Beasley. So I'd rather get burned on Beasley than getting burned on the hype train with Sanders. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think he's more consistent. He is a PPR machine. He's not going to find the end zone as much. That's not what his goal yeah. role is. And those touchdowns are boomer bust. They're DFS goal though, by the way. Uh, yeah. So, you know, don't, don't uh, overlook them. I um here's somebody uh, that both people are missing. I'm going to call the FBI uh, and get some people on the case <laughs> because Alan Robinson and Robbie Anderson are just, I mean, ghosts in the darkness. Now shout out that Disney lion movie, which is just such a great movie. <laughs> I think they've been eaten by the lions in that movie because they have just, they're gone. They're under 25 uh, points, uh, fancy point. I mean, what are we doing here with Allen Robinson and Robbie Anderson? Are they just on your bench the rest of the, like the month or the two months? I mean, what are we going to do with them? Uh, definitely Robbie Anderson. I mean, before going into, you know, last week's game, Robbie Anderson and Terrace Marshall Jr. had the same amount of targets at nine. So they were both seeing the exact same amount of volume. So the game that we saw Sam Darnold have, he would look at Terrace Marshall and Robbie Anderson wide open and obviously feed DJ Moore. So obviously with the injury, it came down to like, okay, okay, Sam, who are you going to target? And he leaned towards Terrace Marshall Jr. So Robbie Anderson was getting the targets. I think the few targets he had, he didn't catch them. So mm-hmm. it's like he, 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 he's not making the right decisions. I guess his miscommunication, the chemistry we thought they had isn't there. Uh, I, I don't know. So Robbie Anderson's definitely he gets a bench for the rest yeah. of the season from me. Yeah. He might get eviscerated. He might get dropped. I don't know. I don't know. Well, he might well, get Thanos snapped. Yeah, he's not he's not fire content at all. Sir Per <laughs> would be better in the in yeah. the X receiver or the Y role than <laughs> this year. Sorry, no offense. Sir Per, you're the man. Uh or woman. I don't know who's in the costume, honestly. I don't even know. Uh, but let's move on. Tight ends. Uh, we've got Ty Conklin coming in. After one week, he's the 10th oh, highest scoring tight end in football. That's Ain't how that crazy. shitty tight end scoring is. Uh, higher than Noah Fant. So this week, if, yeah. if you've got Conklin or Noah Fant, are you going to bench Noah Fant for Conklin now? Or is no, this like a pull? Yeah, okay. No. I think Conklin, uh, it, it's nuts that he's tight end 10 right now. It's like after one week, like how? But okay, we'll take it. Right. But right. it's like, I think it was more so of a matchup, a situation uh, the Seahawks struggled against the tight end, and they obviously struggled against the run. Madison going disgusting all mm. over them. So I think it was more so the game plan because we watched Osborne for two weeks straight become that third option, uh, like a liable, you know, option as well. Basically having Coughlin not exist. So I think this is more so like, you know, hit or miss. Uh, and this week will be more telling, like the lens that we will look out of how mm. Coughlin will perform if he's actually like a real threat. No, I so like no. that. Yeah, no fan, no fan. More consistency. And then also uh, KJ Hamler out, which, you know, you never want to see. But like we said, it doesn't mean that the next man up in that role in Denver is necessarily going to be the big thing. Yeah. Maybe the targets are, are already in the roles there. Right. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. You don't get them. Uh, speaking of that, uh, I think uh, our guy, uh, Zach Ertz, he made a resurrection. You know, maybe his wife yeah. got him, you know, kicked some soccer balls and got him all hyped up. But he got a touchdown. Uh, now, now here's the question. We all went, you know, Dallas Goddard, beginning of the year, one of the top rated tight ends to draft. Uh, yeah. with, with the Ertz Goddard situation, how are you approaching this? Uh, this is like a toss up to me because it all depends on how Jalen Hurts plays like that. That's what they're dependent on. They're both great tight ends and we saw them coexist for a little bit together, but it all comes down to Jalen Hurts because when they were both coexisting, once was throwing the ball. So for, right. you know, moving forward, it'll be kind of like wishy-washy of like, all right, got her for the rest of the season or Hurts. Either way, man, it's a tough decision. You just got to rip the Band-Aid off and play one of them. So it's a toss-up in this situation. Yeah, we, we have a late-breaking on Twitter uh, response from somebody who says PPR, right? They, they want to pick two. They've got Kareem Hunt, A-Rob, and then uh, T. Higgins. If he goes, if he's not going to play, he's out. But then Amari Cooper. Who, who are you leaning there in, in that of those four? Uh, Higgins is probably out. Um, I like Cooper because of the volume. We're seeing him and CD coexist together beautifully. Um, so definitely Cooper is a smash. And then you said Kareem Hunt and... A-Rob. Um, yeah, do we trust A-Rob at all or are we going Hunt? I'm going Kareem Hunt and Amari Cooper. You, you got to play it safe. I mean, Allen Robinson's probably not going to look good until we figure out what's going on with Fields and Matt Nagy. So, yeah, yeah. sucks. No, I, I like that. Okay, well, that that was uh, our... Uh, I love this is our start sit. Uh, segment that's brought to you guess what by prize picks so go to prize picks <laughs> sign up you'll get a hundred dollar deposit match mmn the mayo media network love uh all the stuff they're doing here all right let's real quick before we get out of here let's talk a, a little bit of these injuries man the hamstring goblin was out in effect Ooh, this last string season oh it's the season of the hammy uh we've got christian mccaffrey sterling shepherd darius slayton aj brown my mom uh chris carson he <laughs> went back in the game you know i mean like i don't know who else's mom but i mean seriously what happened to hamstrings they just had a terrible weekend I do not know. And these are heavy hitters. Like some of these names are cooking up. You know, the only person that I really want worth mentioning is Slayton, but Chris Carson was getting into a group. We know how consistent he is. And then CMC, obviously the biggest loss, Mr. One-on-one. I feel like there's egg on my face being that I told myself I wasn't going to take him one-on-one, but you know, the pressure when the draft starts to see that clock and you're like, no, what? there's a no brain. I got to take CMC. I'm not worried about the hammy. I'm not worried about, you know, the prior injuries and stuff like that. And then, uh, Egg on my face. But the good thing is he's not on IR. So that's the great thing about it. So he might be back not this week, but maybe the next. Right. He's not, he's gone, gone, long gone. Uh, speaking of, of long gone, uh, and we don't know this for sure, but it, it looks like, yeah, KJ Hamler might be long gone. Uh, James White m- yeah. might be longer gone, not, not forever. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we have some kind of little little injuries that we're not sure about. But Juju Smith-Schuster rib injury, uh, Elijah Moore concussion. Gronk had a rib. He came in, came out. He was okay. Yeah, he got hit pretty hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got. He, I liked how they talked about in the broadcast. They're like, not not that Tom Brady led him to that, but he didn't yeah. protect him from that. That was a hospital ball. Right, that's what that we call a, a killer ball. Yeah, you shouldn't get that guy killed. You're like, that guy owes you some money, man. Yeah. Oh, so, but we know he loves Gronk. I think he probably felt worse about that than anything else. You know what I mean? 
and then losing the game. He hates that too. But Gronk did come back, not worried about him. Justin Fields has a hand too that, you know, he kind of got banged up on those 19 tackles, you know, behind the line of scrimmage, yeah. whatever he got. Um, not good news. Andy Dalton still has that sprained ankle. Not sure if he's going to be back this week. There was even Nick Foles whispering. Yeah, it's gross. Matt Nagy. If we see Nick Foles oh. this early, I'm going to like, I might do the same thing Dan did. I'm going to just make a five minute segment of just ripping Matt Nagy in yeah. half. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I just prayers for, for my guy, Dave Kluge, you know, I'm pretty sure he be bleeds the, the bears, you know, whatever color that is. And uh, it's not a great time God for him. Awesome. Yeah. Oh man. That's God just, awesome. yeah. So much <laughs> Good man, bad team. He roots for uh, speaking of some bad, uh, bad teams here. Uh, you know, it actually not terrible teams, but uh, Tyrod's still out. You know, um, I don't even care what happens with them. Henderson missed a yeah. game. Sonny Michelle got his 3.2 yards per carry average up a point yard, whatever. I mean, it's just terrible to watch. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and then Baker bounced back. Carson played. Um, I don't think there's really any other injuries we need to kind of touch on. Deontay Johnson, we're not sure what's going to happen with Juju out. Yeah, um, I don't have a time frame on that. No. Any other injuries? We saw State kind of come back. Yes. Yeah, I think he has been. Yeah, and uh, I think, you know, all the other kind of in-game injuries were manageable, uh, questionable. So, But keep an eye out. I mean, one thing I was going to say, they snuck Dalvin Cook in on us last week. They said, oh, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. Dalvin he'll Cook be will be fine. fine. No, Don't worry, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. Don't worry Next thing you know, he's like, hey, he's never going to play. We never told you he was going to play. You're like, son of a gun. <laughs> You got me, Dalvin <laughs> Cook. Me. Oh my gosh, I didn't even see it coming. So be careful. Just watch out. Don't get Dalvin Cook this week. And uh, in your free time, please go sign up for Prize Picks. MMN, the the Mayo Media Network is just on fire right now. You've got people like myself. Uh, you got people like Laquan. You know, stepmom Lauren, Pete Overzet, Pat himself. It's a great place to be. Uh, Elky, where can people find you and your work? Uh, you know, I know you have fire content only. Where is that fire content located? Hey, man, you guys can find me everywhere on socials, on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Real Deal Fantasy. And you can find my content here on Mayo Media. I love it. I love it. You can find me at nimblewnumbers.com, uh, cashing and flashing the GPP money, uh, the cash game money. I beat Bowman big time two times in a row. Don't let him tell you he's Ooh. the GPP king. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming after him again. <laughs> three in a row. I love it. Uh, check me out over there. We're, we're killing it. Also, uh, check out my weekly uh, priced up, price down for DraftKings over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's good just to look at those values and see how DraftKings is moving around and some of the mistakes they're making so you can cash in on it. Uh, and besides that, you know, I'm, I'm everywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm all over the interwebs bothering and harassing people for the good of the fantasy football order. So do check us out and go subscribe to this show on YouTube. YouTube. please like and subscribe and then go follow pat follow the mayo media network follow us all uh please have a great week and go cash those prize picks and come back and let us know how much money you want have a great week everybody